please join with me, brothers and sisters, in extending a warm Washington, D.C. vibration. Tone. Broadway all day, coming through your doorway, giving you the raw from Northwest to Norway. Penetrate mine, baby, this is foreplay. Giving out jewels and gems to get a saw pain. Run the shop with hot takes and ball phase. Jameson shots to shape them up and get your shit straight. We can talk tech, politics, sports, soulmate. I ain't here to talk about your homeboy mixtape. We just try to get great. Keep it up, no breaks. Where I'm from, whole weight, D.C., no state. Shout out to everybody showing love it anyway. Turn it up and tune it in. Thanks for listening to Black Broadway. Uh, Black Broadway. Uh, yeah, do this all day. Yeah, we do this all day. Hey, once again, Black Broadway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, man. <laughs> Big ridiculous, yo. <laughs> hey, man, and we are back. <laughs> another week, another episode, another show, man. It's Black Broadway podcast, yo. I love it. This is like one of those super late night shows right now. Like we are really out here. It's the late, late night. Late. Show. This is the night show right yeah, now, yo. It's, it's lit. Okay, it's it's late. You know, we in the shop. We pulled up. No, that that like, is. We said like, these people sundown to sun up. Sundown to sun up. <laughs> we no, do this shit. Girl, this is when the good shit happened. This, after is, this is when the fly shit happens. So we are fully here. So yo, after the happy hour is the happier hour. Hey, Laura's ready to go. You're here. Select. I got to, before we even go, I got to start my show same way I always started. I got to thank anybody and everybody who ever clicked the link, whoever liked the Instagram post, whoever signed up for anything pertaining or relating to Black Broadway podcast. Yo, we appreciate y'all. We could not do this shit without y'all. And last week's episode was love, man. We got a lot. Or was it not love? I don't know. It was, you know, it was her bag. We got a lot of little feedback off of that, man. The streets was feeling it. It, it was funny because, like, I think we kind of brought some light to the fact that the Hurt Bay crew was from D.C. Like, I didn't know that until I had no idea until Homie walked through the door. Oh, they are U Street crew? They are U Street crew? I see. So they're fully out there being gang gang. We'll see you out there. Right. And they was like, look, it was funny because it was that week where we put up the picture, or pardon me, put up the episode, they just happened to be making their rounds through the viral internet again because somebody <laughs> took a picture of both of their asses oh, and brushed yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Look, yeah. this DC, you, we, we gonna see you at brunch, yeah, and you might be with your old joint. Like, exactly. And you're always gonna be spilling the beans about everything that happened. What frustrated me was like after meeting him and picking his brain and getting his perspective of it. So now that whole internet eat them alive. Oh yeah, for real, because you don't even know the story. Look, and if you like, really want the story, listen to the Herb Bay 420 episode on BlackBroadway.com. Yo, yeah, go ahead, Sadato. Yeah. But say, like, because that shit <laughs> it is was black. Fun, it, was, it was fucked up for real. Everybody got their perspective. Everybody got their opinions. Mm-hmm. But no, half the story. Mm-hmm. And that it just aggravates me. I totally that's get that. And, <laughs> and, and not for nothing. Leonard's a good guy, man. I like that yeah, guy, man. Like, nice king, you know what I'm saying? Kid. He's trying to figure, you know, he's just trying to figure figure out life and figure out love like all of us, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, like, 
you know, cut that shit out, man. No, there's been a lot of spinoffs, though, too. He was like, there might be a TV show that started kind of like that. Is he going to be in it? No, no. It's on some, like, basically, you did your partner wrong, but now you want them back. So you have that whole conversation. I've seen it. You have the whole conversation, but like they a, don't realize. Sound like a setup. They don't yeah. realize that the, person, that the one person, it's usually the guy, it's actually at the end of telling his truth, is going to sit there and ask for forgiveness and want said person back mm, on camera. As interesting. Well. I mean, you know, people are going to be pushed up because they're nosy, and as long as it's happening to somebody right. else. Yo, look, <laughs> no, we want to so okay. hear more. We want to hear more from my audience about this, <laughs> yo. Hold up, bro. Hold up, bro. We want to hear from our audience, though. So on our Instagram. Our new, our fresh, new, spanking, shiny Instagram, The Black Broadway Show, or at The Black Broadway Show, should I say, or IG. Look, when you see the post about the Hurt Bay episode, make sure you leave your comments under that so we can, like, start reading some of them joints on the air and start shouting y'all out, because then everybody has some shit to well, say about it when they see y'all opinions, y'all criticism, yeah. we can, we can so, take it, we can internalize it. Exactly. It'll yeah. give, it give you what you want. It'll give you, you that need. feedback, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Because it's real. Like, that's the whole thing. That's what this whole entire thing is about here, feedback, you know but what I'm saying? I will find you and beat <laughs> you. Hey, you serious. She got her she, she got her Tim's on. It's homemade. It's made. She got on Tim's. And she's, she's ready for whatever. Whatever you niggas is trying to do, she's ready, yo. So yeah. Hey, Black Broadway, we got we got goons. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We out here. But yo, man, this week is, it was great that like be able to put that episode up last week. This week, like we talked about it a little bit in our little events thing last week, but this week is finally the week, like AKA the litest week in DC. Not really, but yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, a, it's a pretty lit yeah. week. I'm gonna go ahead and give it his props. You know what I'm saying? Memorial week come around. Mo- it's like, yeah, yeah. that till Memorial Day week. Yeah, yeah, that's my birthday. That's my birthday. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. Let's start with that. Single the bios on a Friday this week. As I mean, this year. That's going to be out of control. So, you know, everybody's going to be on that. But on, on top of that, though, it's Broccoli City Fest week. It's Woo. BC Fest. You know what I'm saying? This is like a music festival that was established in Washington, D.C. And they kicked this off maybe like four years ago or maybe... Sooner, I would say four, between four and five years ago, and it's been doing really well. It's been get, it's been getting national looks for having like great acts. Last year they had Future, yeah. fucking uh, Anderson Pack, the Internet, man, Janae Aiko, Sango. This is popping for real, incredible. And this year it's going up again, and they accept. Originally it was just a one day thing, so they had it on one day, and they had it. Uh, at the Gateway Pavilion in Southeast, which, if you're from the city, that used to be St. E's Mental Hospital, you know what I'm saying? Where, listen, where the, where the, where the, where the nigga who shot Ronald Reagan is actually imprisoned or was supposed to be, they be letting him out now. I've seen him on the X2. <laughs> <laughs> he just be out here. Yeah, they let him out. Listen, they let him out. Listen, they let him out. He whole shot the president. He is back out on the streets, yo. I don't understand. So, you know what that means? You better shoot this president. I'm trying to tell you, man. Fuck out of here, man. Free my nigga, little Mike. Free Snoop Cat. Free the whole gang. If you let John Hinckley out, 
You gotta let Snoop Cat out. That's you gotta right. let my man Lil Mike out. You right. gotta let the gangsters out, cause yeah. and they not even gangsters. These family men, yeah. outstanding citizens. This nigga Absolutely. shot the president. They shot the president. But I digress. But they didn't want Reagan in there, no way. I digress. That was on purpose. I, I digress. Let's not go off on the tangent. No, don't go on the tangent about this, please. I digress. I need to go there. All I'm saying is that's where Broccoli City Fest is at. They renovated it. It's popping. It's beautiful. It's like, I mean, it's great pavilions and outdoor concert space. And they built, I think they expanded now to uh, two stages. They have two separate stages now. So it's all the way popping. And like I said, it used to just be a one day thing. Now it's an entire week. So it's Broccoli City Week. And this week has been capped by all types of events that they've been having. Um, Thursday night, they're having Broccoli City Fest. Um, yeah, they're having Broccoli City Fest um, art night. And where is that going to be at? This is called the Hyphen Gallery. It's on um, Oakey Street. Street. Yeah, yeah, over there where Big Chief is, right. where Love, where and love, love Dream, Dream used, to be, used right. to be. If you're an OG in these streets, you know about it. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's yeah. right over there in the cut. And we're doing our thing, you know what I'm saying? Like Broccoli City Fest is really, really expanding. That's that's tonight or Thursday night, should I say? Friday they're having the Broccoli Conference, which is where they have a lot of keynote speakers, a lot of influencers, a lot of important people in not just social media, but um, Broccoli City's main um, angle is environmental activists, activism, and Absolutely. being um, ecologically aware. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, being really exactly. They have a lot of. They do a lot are of community. Still allowing the community service to get. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and and I did that last, last year. It might be too last minute for you. Fake. I want to volunteer, <laughs> so I can <laughs> so I can see little <laughs> yachty niggas. There's no more no time for you to fake volunteer so you can see 21 Savage. You're going to have to buy a ticket like everybody else. But right, yeah. Don't try to have a grow class for the lit. Yeah. But and we gotta and what was I was gonna say? Like, so that's Friday. So, you know, when you hear this episode, you still won't have time to get in on that, become a part of that. Um, Saturday is the actual festival day. It's going to be yeah. a gateway pavilion. It's going to be popping, man. It's Absolutely. going, like, who we got this year? The headliners are, um, Ray Shremer, Ray Shremer Solange, Solange, 21 Savage, Chaz, Chaz is going to be there, hometown, shout out to Chaz, hometown talent, he on the bill, uh, 2121, you know what I'm saying? Who They don't got a little Snoozy, little, little Uzi, right? You know what I'm saying? No Uzi, uh, well, he was on it before, though, right, D? Last? It wasn't last year? No. Last year, all I remember was Future, and uh, I lost my shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So that's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Read it outside. <laughs> I, I, did, I did see... Look, I did see grown-ass men turn into whole groupies. Like, I've been to a Beyonce concert. I've seen women push and shove to get to the fucking front of the Beyonce. It was grown men doing the same shit. I love it. We let. Like, shout out to Facebook Live. We on Facebook Live now? We do Okay, I was going to say, because I don't fuck with Facebook. It's lit. So, so look, I don't want I don't want to waste too much time or get too much off topic. Besides my John Hinckley 
tangent. Fuck that. Oh. But anyway, <laughs> like, Broccoli City Fest this week mm. is popping, yo. Yeah. You get you a ticket, get you a ticket. Gateway Pavilion, Southeast. You're yes. S-O-U-F. Yes. East. Southeast. Washington, D.C. Get into it. Broccoli <laughs> City Fest. Another good thing that's happening this week before I get off events, my man, Uncle Scooty, and the whole gang gang from Premium and all his boys, his other collaborators, you know what I'm saying, opened up a dope pop-up shop yes. slash it's a it's a retail bar. slash bar slash uh, restaurant. And it's right on 2005 14th Street, Northwest Washington, D.C. For those of y'all who don't know, that's right next door to Marvin. It used to be called Den of Thieves, and the pop-up has got an ill day. It's called Diet Starts Monday. It's crazy. They got, like, the decor, the way that they designed it. You can go yeah. on theblackbroadway.com show on Instagram and check out the pictures, check out the visuals from the Diet Start Monday pop-up. Um, it's dope. It's beautiful. It's a, nice it's a great space. It's a nice setup. It the is. the really sounds is good. The vibes is good. The menu is bananas. The There's some drinks, type of the drinks, the drinks are, are good. good. They got specialty like a, cocktails. Like a donut burger. Yo, yeah. a fucking. There's like a whole chicken sandwich between like two Krispy Kreme donuts with bacon on top. Diet starts Monday. You know what I'm saying? Diet starts Monday. No doubt. It's a great, it's a great concept, no doubt. Like the the t-shirts is ill, you know what I'm saying? Like they got t-shirts, they got like uh bags, you know what I'm saying? Like canvas, they got the canvas tote bags. Uh, I think they they're going to have candles too. They got candles. They yeah, candles. they're going to have a few more items. I'm sure they're going to keep on introducing more items. Full in there? I didn't even go to the bathroom. <laughs> it was too packed. <laughs> no book. Um, everybody. Yo, for real. Shout out to everybody that came out the first night. You know what I'm saying? Like, the whole city was out. Who was there? Uh, Shaq Lizzie was there. Uh, Chaz was there. Sunny in the city. Dre the man. Like everybody, man, it was dope. Like all the all the hitters, all the heavy hitters in the city was in the building, and it was just great to see. You know what I'm saying? And my man Scooty, you know how to do it, man. He bring the city out. Scooty, you know what I'm saying? Him and his team. Him and his team did a great job. That's tight. Oh, that's dope. Wow. I wish we could show the crew that. Yo, show the live audience that. That's kind of dope. Like that's tight. But like um. Man, Scooty and the whole Rock Creek Social, the whole premium crew, my man Uptown, just all my guys, man. Doing big things out here in the city, y'all, for real, big man. Tings. I love big it. Big Ting. Big Ting. up one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Jay, yo, for real, man. But, like, those are, like, you know, the events that's popping off in the city on this particular edition of Black Broadway Podcast. But, you know, I always like to delve into my, my current event topics. You know what I'm saying? It's like, there's always some shit going on, right, you know, absolutely. you know me, I love Twitter, I like to keep up with this shit, right, you know what I'm right. saying, yo, tweet me at U Street Fresh, man, for real, hit me up, y'all, you know what I'm saying, I'll, I'll be tweeting every now and again. Or Black Broadway Twitter. Or Black Broadway, I, I ain't running that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I understand that just to be obstinate, but you're right, I understand we, like, Black Broadway Twitter probably be more like, you know, show updates and things of that nature. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, content. Right, but right. if you want to see me go off on honest. a rant about some random shit I seen in Marvin, follow You Street Fresh. Like, <laughs> it, gets, it gets random. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, like I said, 
One of the things that I think this has got to be at the top of my list for my current event topics because it pissed me off today. Funk Master Flex. Funk Master fucking Flex is on the radio in New York City. He's always on the radio being an asshole. That's nothing new. Dropping bombs, yelling at people. Listen very clearly, New York City. Listen clearly. I want you to hear me. That's my best funk flex I'm I'll get it back. But anyway, his his ass decided to get take his antics to um, Instagram Live last night and basically took time out of his busy schedule in 2017. Or not so busy schedule. Or, right, because obviously you've got time on <laughs> you your hands. You have too much time. If you took time out of your schedule in 2017 to talk shit about a man who died in 1995. Okay. And basically disparage this dude whole name, tell us, tell everybody that fuck, that Tupac is Cheddar Bob and he shot himself at Quad Studio. Oh, oh my God. You never seen 8 Mile, babe? Oh, oh, oh my God. <laughs> I was about to really, I was about to, I was about to cry tears. <laughs> Like real mind, tears of pain. Okay, yeah. All right. <laughs> I can't. I don't. No, I'm right. <laughs> so anyway, he said, "My man Tupac." I, I don't believe you see eight mile. By the way, <laughs> she's like, "I have it. I totally have it." <laughs> I don't leave it alone now, but I, I totally haven't seen that. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. But anyway, they saying my man Cheddar bobbed himself. Like he didn't get shot five times, first of all. How the fuck you shoot yourself five times? Anyway, that's one thing. Right. No, we're talking, that's not, not when he died. I know, I know you was, I know you was probably very young when you were all of this happened. No, seriously, I know you was very young when all of this happened. I remember hearing that back then. Right. No, this is, Pac died in the car. He yeah, got shot. He got shot, he got shot five you know, he times like, in, the, in the elevator yeah, in the yeah. studio oh, in New York. Oh, yeah. Biggie was the one that died in the car with like Biggie, a semi-drive-by. Yes. Yeah. Biggie died in the car in L.A. Pac died in the car in, right. in Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Um, yeah. So, damn. I can't believe I'm educating people about this. Uh-huh. Like, this shit. But no, some of them. The thing you say that happens. Yeah, some of them. On our back of the camera here that Pop shot himself. No. Pop, see, nobody ever really said that back in the day. I can, I was there. And I'm going to tell you why nobody really said that. Because, listen, because Pop, because Pop was such a, a, a established and well-respected real nigga. It was, it was against the law to say anything about Pop right. for like the 10, at least 10, 15 years after he died. Like for real, like if you, it was, it's niggas that are, it's niggas, it's real niggas in the street right now that will fight you about motherfucking Tupac. Like niggas will throw, you say Tupac a bitch, I I know some niggas that'll put hands on you for that. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, like y'all hate it when y'all put the bottles down in front of the mic because that shit makes noise. (laughs) But there we go. Here we are. So you know what I'm saying? All right. So anyway, like. Funkmaster Flex took time out of his fucking schedule in 2017 to get on Instagram Live and be like, yo, stop mythologizing Pac, et cetera, et cetera, woo, woo, woo. First of all, 
Niggas don't even mythologize Pac like that because a lot of these young niggas don't even know who Pac is or really care. Or really they just care. know, oh, that's Tupac, thug life, blah, blah, blah. Right. They ain't never listen to me against the world. No. They, they don't give a fuck. They ain't listen to half of the songs on All Eyes on Me. Yeah, keep your head. They don't give a me, shit. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole nigga trait. For you to speak on somebody who's not in the room, let alone dead. Let alone dead. That's that whole nigga trait. I'm never, I wouldn't always suck you off of that alone. So, so we call it Funk Flex a whole nigga. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on deck. I'm on deck until with that. So, like, why the fuck would you feel the need to do that? And not only that, but, like, real niggas clarified the story. And first of all, here's the thing about Pot shooting himself, right? If you ever carry the fucking gun in your life, then you know that it's really not that hard to shoot your fucking self. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, if if you ever walked around with a a whole four-pound, five-pound pistol in your waistband and you don't have a safety on it and you're sitting here, like, trying to pull it out in a a hurry because it's real killers coming at you, you know what I'm saying? You might shoot yourself in the crotch. And that's what happened. Like, Pop famously got shot in the balls or whatever, shot in the crotch. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, for real. Like, it was a whole bunch of real niggas getting shot in the balls back in the day. Shout out to Big G. Nigga got shot in the balls back at the uh, fucking... What the fuck was that joint called? You remember the go-go joint. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yo, it was... Black hole and shit. No, it wasn't black. It was another joint. It was in Maryland, but I, I digress. I never I, 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 I digress. I'm sorry. Because I, I digress a lot. No, so I don't want to do that. The and goggles were straight into black hole. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah, a whole nother yeah. show, whole nother topic. <laughs> but yeah. fucking um, the Funk Flex combo and the, the, the whole Funk Flex combo and the whole Tupac slander shit is just kind of driving home the point that I'm going to drive home later in this show. But we're going to get into that later. But I also say some good came out of that because, again, on Twitter, some real niggas from New York took the time out to really make an entire thread. And it's really work, worth searching for. Um, it's an entire thread about all these legendary gangsters from New York City, uh, Dimencio, Supreme, Alpo, all these people that you heard of in rap songs and in all of this shit and how they really, really had a very huge impact on um, hip-hop. And, like, how rappers, niggas who wanted to be in the streets, niggas like Jay-Z, niggas like Pac, niggas like Big, Little C's, Cameron, all of these dudes, like, they had, they mixed with these dudes. They had dealings with these 50 Cent. They had dealings with these dudes. And, like, it was it was real. Like, a lot of that drug money went into, like, joints like Murder, Inc. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, at the, it, a lot of that shit is real. And this dude really took the time to break it down. And not only that, but to introduce and reestablish the number one goon in the history of the world, Mike Tyson. Because Mike Tyson was in all that shit. I love it. Mike Tyson was in all that shit. Mike Tyson was involved in every last bit of it because he a real Brooklyn nigga and all of these dudes knew that Mike was a killer. Like, and with the hands though. See, so like, hard. he was crazy. Like, they knew so Mike was crazy. It's so hard for me to take a nigga with a list. Seriously. I love having a list, <laughs> <you know? laughs> I have a list for like... Barely. 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 <laughs> I had it really bad when Barely. I was a kid. That's why I talk so much now. Because <laughs> they yeah. put me in speech. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but like, yo, for real, like Mike Tyson is a gangster. 
Let's beside. He's a whole gang. He's a whole gangster. He just was nice with the hands. Nobody wanted it. Earlier. I was like, on, was it Twitter earlier? He was like, he was, he was beefing with somebody. He was talking all this shit. I think I ate your ass. Oh, yeah, no. That was a famous, no. That was a famous, that was a fake, that was very real. That was a famous <laughs> press conference. He said, Mike Tyson told the nigga he will eat his he will eat his whole ass. He will, he will kill your children. Yo, Mike Tyson was crazy and still is. But anyway, didn't he bend somebody's tongue back in the nineties? No, he bent his hand in Holyfield. Again, I can't believe I'm having an educator. That was the first moment I remember that that nigga was crazy. You are a grandparent. I'm fucking Joe Biden right now. I'm here. Oh, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the cornball life. Like, next to the dictionary and fucking conversation, I want you to save your Joe slander because we're going to talk about that in a few. We are. I want to get through the rest of these current events though. Yo, the next current event that was really popping, and fuck that. I'm a whole heterosexual male, but nigga, I loved watching every bit of all of those pictures from the Met Gala. I was yes, here for it. Absolutely. I wanted to see who oh. was there, what they was wearing. My nigga Diddy. Oh, stunt. he did it. Like, the, the, the definition yes. of stunt. I bet you that nigga left in like a helicopter, uh, helicopter like a, a hovercraft. He probably, yeah, he probably just left it. He might have rolled on his back like, <laughs> like on the Dave Chappelle shit. He might have told his bodyguard, nigga, put me on your shoulders. It's time for me to go. Carry Cassie in your arms, really. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, but like the Met Gala was popping. The theme was one of my favorite designers, Condé Garçons, and one of their... Uh, chief creators, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Z, I know you fashion. Tell me, baby, what's her, how you say her name? Who are you talking about? The the creative designer for um, Condé Garcon, who was honored at the Met Gala. Uh, Kawatobo. Kawatobo. I'm close, Can't, but oh, I'm sorry if I'm pronoun- I mispronouncing her name. But she was she was honored at the Met Gala. Yeah, so when they said that that you know somebody's being honored. Then right. that's the theme right. for the night. So yeah, the goal is for most people to show up in Comme des Garçons or, right. or yeah. something that she designed or something that they designed. But the crazy part was no one was pretty. No one except I mean, for Bay. Except for Bay. Riri. She came through. <laughs> He's hey, like, everybody, everybody enjoy it. Like, who? I uh, fucked with that. I fucked I with I thought that shit was beautiful, yo. Her outfit, her her makeup, her hair, her face. She looked good as shit. She she absolutely fit the theme. Yeah. She looked like a her makeup, the highlighter. But that That shit was on the runway on a much uglier woman in 2002. I don't give a fuck where it was. That shit was on the they were no, but like that shit is popping now. Like, why cool? I know Jeffree Star is coming out with a whole like, bunch of bomb ass highlighters, bunch of different colors. Or in so, Rihanna definitely paid a treat. Not on my closet. Because he got that hot pink highlighter. Yeah, she looked good. Right. Look, my whole thing is this. I don't I think Rihanna knows how to look bad. So, I, like, I, 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 I feel like, you know what I'm saying? That's my unpopular opinion. I think O'Brien's overrated. Person. Uh, All know. her songs are. She's like, she's like the chief keep of. So now you're pop. a resident of popular she's opinion she's, person. But, I yeah, like that. <laughs> you keep the hot takes. This last song, <laughs> The Love on the Brain, that's the most respect I've ever had for her. Right. So you I'm not, her vocals. No, I'm not going to get into her music. She's nothing but sex and. 
controversy. Yeah. It gets overrated. It gets controversial. But you know what else is sexual controversy? She can't drive. Yeah. No bullshit. That's what real life is. Real life is sex and controversy. That's all it is. That's why when that's your goal, that's your target goal every time you see The, the, the more like time seems to progress, the more it seems I'm like. Sorry, I'm tired. I'm just, I don't know. I'm on that gala. I'm going with J Lo. J Lo? Yeah, she did that. Yeah, she did that. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm going with J Lo. Like, what do you mean? You can't be young. I got the lady started. Oh, you got the lady started. Zendaya did that. Zendaya did that. Zendaya let go. Zendaya did that. Zendaya let go. Zendaya did that. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm so Hey, look. Hey, fellas. Fellas, fellas, please hit me up and back me up, y'all. No, I, I thought back you up. I thought Rihanna looked wild the good. Ball, the ball of fabric. She literally looked like a she snack. She, she literally looked like a snack. Like, she looked like a snack. She looked like I could unwrap her. Like a snack. Like a snack. No. Listen. Listen. Listen, 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 listen. Hold up. Vegan delight. Hold up. Listen. 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 Fucking viral video of the week, yo. Okay. This was the illest shit that I seen all week. The this bishop, a Catholic priest, bishop, whatever you want to call him, he was given a whole Sunday mass in church what? in Newark, New Jersey. He was. And a nigga driving a pink Cadillac, which was parked out front, walked in with a white floor-length coat, a white hat, <laughs> and, and a red suit. A three-piece red suit and dumped his ass out right at the altar. That was comedy. Gave him stitches. I watched like like six times. See, now you just said something that I'm not going to extend to this bishop. Poor bishop. No, no, no. No, now, he ain't no, no poor, poor bishop. bishop. No, no poor bishop. He, I say he got straight slumped. Yeah, he definitely got slumped. You know, he got knocked the fuck out yeah. for sure. Yeah, he, but he leaned all the way back. I'm going to say <laughs> that niggas who drive yeah. pink Cadillacs and wear red three-piece suits, yeah, they don't commit random senseless acts of violence like walking Thank into you. a Thank church and snuffing a priest. Because right. apparently he had to come up. Apparently okay. he, gave, he gave a statement. He was an old isolated situation. No, nigga. This oh, is, you oh. know this man. I want to. The priest gave a statement. Like, I want to hear the pimp statement. I want to hear the pimp statement. But if he did, that priest owes somebody money. I feel like if he did give a statement, just don't put it in front of the mic. I feel like if he did give a statement, then his statement would be, nigga thought I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I told him, I told him, don't play with me. I feel in the middle of mass like a gangster. Wait, am I wrong for being slightly turned on by that? Exactly why that shit happened. Because that nigga doesn't know. Exactly. 
bishop did and not so favor them cheeks. That was it. Giving all damn ass because you're holy right. Like he said, I thought I wouldn't do it. 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 And I am niggas in New York. <laughs> that shit was OD. But yo, man, I will wrap up my current events like this, and we're gonna segue into the second half, yo. This has been a terrible weekend, fucking terrible white people, white people. So y'all gotta like, stop that shit. Y'all really gotta cut that shit out, yo. Man, RIP. Man, stop killing our people. Man. And it's not even just white people. Pardon me, it's police. police. It's fuck. It's fuck-ass racist of all yeah. races, shapes, sizes. Anybody that got hate in their heart, we don't fuck with y'all, yeah, man. Absolutely. Like, R.I.P. to young Jordan Edwards, 15-year-old young man, wasn't doing nothing. Rest in peace, Three, bystander. Innocent bystander, murdered by the police officer. Absolutely. The police department in Texas fired him. We'll see what kind of charges they he bring has, to he him. He actually has 10 days to actually appeal. Right uh, which is crazy. You the murdered the whole actually, person. The fact that they actually would give him 10 days to appeal. It's crazy. Is, you I mean, murdered the whole that he person. Fired him? I give them respect crazy. for that because considering the rest of the story that we yeah, and, that and, I kind of like, considering I have a lot of that. police departments, yeah, that's right. that's that's that. other places, they don't even well, fire you. They give you paid leave. I give them recognition for that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? But right. I ain't giving no recognition. recognition. He's he a murderer. Right. He should have been turned Never recognition, but the the second chance, like okay, we give you the chance to appeal. I mean, he's probably gonna be in the middle. He's gonna be rehired. We know that he's gonna be rehired. And that's the but they make that. Right, exactly. And it's just bad it's because terrible. like these type of things keep on happening Absolutely. and the justice and the resolution for it keeps on getting dragged out. Another mm -hmm. guy, Alton Sterling, murdered by a police officer in Baton Rouge on camera, on camera, on camera. last year. The Justice Department just decided that they're not going to file charges or seek charges yeah. for anything involving that incident. Absolutely. It's just crazy, yo. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's frustrating to have to explain to people why it's frustrating. Right. And it's also extremely frustrating and heartbreaking to see it keep happening. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It's like like the guy who this is the last thing, the guy um Andrew Jones who played for the Baltimore Orioles, who went to Fenway Park this week and played the game and was like, yo, I was just getting called all kinds of niggas out there. They was yeah. throwing peanuts at me. This yeah. shit was bananas. In and, and not, not in Baltimore, in Boston. In Boston. In Boston. In the cab. At the park. No, they was acting the ass at the park. About that situation, though, the authorities really took it, you know, they really took a hold of yeah. that situation. They kicked everybody out that was being racist yeah. throwing things. So and, and, he had the, and he had the response of the year. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> nigga, square up. If you if you want to call me a nigga and you feel like you that gangster, square up and let's get it over with. Absolutely. That was his re remarks to the press, and I love that. I was like, that's real shit because at the end of the day, you still going to go out there and get your millions and get that bag Absolutely. and play baseball, and yes. them motherfuckers is going to be fat and in the stands and miserable and forever. Miserable and throwing you know peanuts what I'm saying? And throwing peanuts. It's so they suck. So, like, I feel like at the end of the day, like, all that racist shit that's been happening this week and mm -hmm. this year, this month, this fucking lifetime, man, 
enough is enough, y'all. And we calling bluffs, man. Absolutely. We not having that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have to really forward that shit. On the second half of the show, though, because we got to get into that. Like, we got, what, we got 35 minutes. Now we can't. Listen, it's important. So we got to get it right. So on the second half of the show, we're going to talk about my favorite current event of the week, which is also going to make everybody in here call me old, bitter, washed, hater, a bum, all of that. No, I'm just preparing for the hate. I'm preparing for it. I want it to come. But this Joe Biden, the little Yachty shit, was on flames, yo. And it addresses a lot of important shit that I feel like is important in society Absolutely, right now. So, yo, on the second half of Black Broadway Podcast, we're going to get into all of that shit, man. Big shout-outs to everybody who went to the Margarita March last week. Shout-out to my man Daniel, the manual Kramer, for having another successful event. And the next joint that pop off, we definitely going to promote it big and heavy. Um, shout-out to who? Drake? Dre, oh, shout out to my man Dre, of course. Birthday Dre got the birthday tomorrow. Woo! Dre got the big party in Belgium. Popping, popping 28,000 DJs, That's you know right. what I'm saying? It's going to be lit Happy lit. So, all that, you know what to do. You know what's popping. Keep tuned. Second half of Black Broadway podcast. We're going to get it on. Hey. Peace. You want to come out here? Shoot that up, and I'm on the block. And I'm on the block. In New York, I'm in Lee Rock. Hiding in my sock, hiding in my sock. Selling every rock. In New York, I'm in Lee Rock. Hiding in my sock. Use this every rock. Running from the cop. Shooting at the ops. Yo, Pierre, you wanna come out here? Shooting at the ops. Cause I run that block. Give me top. I'm on the block, in New York, I'm in Lee Rock, hiding in 
selling every rock. What? 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 In New York, I'm in the rock. What? Hiding in my sock. This is every rock. Uh, running from the cop. Uh, shooting at the ops. Yo, we are fucking back, yo. Second half Black Broadway podcast, yo. We in the building. All right, so we got that first half out of the way. I hope we got a lot of good information out for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Talk about a couple little events. Broccoli City Fest, like we said, is super lit. This week is going down. But we did get a chance to touch on my real favorite story of the week, which I actually want to kind of revolve the remainder of this episode around. And I'm glad... I'm surrounded by, you know, people that's like in different genders and demographics so that y'all can really like, so we can just fucking agree. So, you know what I'm saying? Let's argue. It's, it's arguing time. It's, it's arguing time. And let's get it popping all the way. So, this week, I'm, I, like I, I kind of mentioned my man's name earlier, and I'm going to definitely have to throw it back out. My man Joe Button, you know what I'm saying, who I'm not really... I'm not really a fan of musically. No. I gotta keep it real. I'm not a fan of Joe Button musically. Besides but pump it up. Besides pump it up. Pump it up was a jam when it came out, yo. Pump it up was a jam when it came out. Barely. So I mean, it's all good. We live, we live it. I I I was on I was on that song. I loved it. Yeah. But Fucking Joe Button, you know, he got weird to me Real over quick. the years in the internet. Question. So was when Pump It Up came up, can we go around and say how old everybody was? When oh my god. I was I was I, a, do that? I wasn't quite in the club. I was like no, I graduated high, uh, high, school. high school. I graduated. I yeah. might have graduated or I no, I was yeah. in high school. I was, I was in high school. Yeah. I was in high school. See, I was in middle school. So, uh, oh, <laughs> was it I, was I, was school. School. I was finishing high school. I was finishing okay, middle school when that song came out. Okay. So, so, so that's, know, you like, don't have no point of reference for Joe Button ever being lit in any way, shape, or form, right? Mm. No. Yo, he used to get the club jumping. He had his shit popping. He had the joint with Marquise Houston. Remember the joint he had when niggas was doing the chicken head dance? Up in the club. He had a couple of joints in his... Okay. Because I know you remember Marquise Houston. So like it was crazy because like y'all don't really have as being younger folks, y'all don't have like a frame of reference for uh knowing Joe Button for anything other than being like an asshole on the internet. Which he definitely is. I mean, yeah, he made you right. He was corny, but you were You just said you was in middle school when Pumping Up came up. And you don't even remember up in the club. So you just say no. he made hits. I remember both. I remember well, both. But he was a checking for him. He but, made a couple of hits. But, yes, I was never not remember that. What I'm saying is You that wasn't checking for him either. I wasn't. I've said that. 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 I don't think we, we're not going to go into a whole Joe Biden disguise. Or punk. Pump, pump it up. Pump it up is I a joint, yo. Dun, 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 That's dun, one of Jess Blaze's hardest beats. So hard that yeah. Jay-Z pump, had to take it. Pump, pump. See, what y'all don't remember, Jay-Z that. took that joint. But the following of that was Jay-Z's. Yes. yes I, I, I hear Who what else? We never heard Joe Buttons. We heard Jay-Z's pump right. it up. So can I move on from Joe Button and his two hits? Definitely, you definitely can. <laughs> All right. So, moving on. Joe Biden now has listen. 
Joe Biden now has a show, a show or complex called Everyday Struggle. And it's him and a dude who's probably closer to y'all demographic, a dude named DJ Academics, who I think is a fucking clown. He's a clown. He's a clown. Okay, he's a clown? He's a clown? You don't know who he is? I know who he is, but not to my understanding, he's a clown. Okay, so... You don't. Oh, I, mean, I don't follow him consistently, though. Either. Okay. Oh, so his yeah. his takes on music are generally very bad and very ill-informed by just fucking like YouTube culture and right. Instagram culture it's just and all very, that like, shit. Not realistic. So. No, it's not realistic. It's just crazy. You know what I'm saying? So like him and Joe Button of Pump It Up and Up in the Club thing, <laughs> as, we, as we previously discussed. Have a show every day uh, called Everyday Struggle. Come on, Complex. It's become one of my favorite things. Like I really, I really watch that shit every day. I really, it comes, it comes on YouTube, which is very outside of like my generation. I don't watch shit on YouTube. I watch really? movie. I fucking hate I watch YouTube. Watch everything on Why? YouTube, man. I go on that popular page all the time. I have to know what's in the I don't know. That's YouTube. like the majority of the stuff I don't that's know. on that. We could talk about like that for a whole video. other month. Exactly. Like, I that's think true. that we're going to get into that, why I hate YouTube and all of that. Yeah. But Because that's eventually what's going to happen. Yeah, YouTube. But I think that Joe Biden and, and um, Academic Show on Complex is really good. And it's gotten me to be a consumer of YouTube content. And Joe Biden always likes to get on the show and, like, basically be the old nigga on the set. And he's talking about, like, how... This ain't hip hop and that ain't hip hop and you know I mean I'm not even going to lie like that's not his whole thing but like that's kind of the gist of it. It's like all this new shit is trash and like these young niggas like are really they got rap fucked up and now we got to deal with this so we got to deal with a whole bunch of rappers who can't rap and mm-hmm. dudes who don't really represent the culture that's being right. the the faces of hip hop. Which is like blasphemy to niggas who come from like my generation. I feel like I come in a weird demographic, or I'm speaking for a weird demographic, to where hip hop and rap are two different genres. Okay. So, but I don't consider Yachty, I don't consider Chief Keith, I don't even consider barely little. They're rap. Hip hop. They're rap. They're rap. Okay. Now, you know what? That's an important distinction. I feel like it is two very different things. Hip hop is one thing. I wouldn't even call this shit rap. I'm like saying like the trap, how they call it trap, or like trap music. It's a category on its own. It's a whole nother genre. I think it's a whole nother genre. Rap is people putting rhymes together, bars. Rap typically is a 16 bar song, an eight bar chorus, and 16 bars. Rap is just more so about niggas who can actually get lyrics together. Right, who can put lyrics together, who can use literary devices like similes exactly. and metaphors exactly. and alliteration. Rap, rap is more so about... Nah, that's being so able to rap. Lil Wayne is a master. Hip hop is that. hip. Hip hop brings more so like beats and yeah, the and culture different DJs, like graffiti. So hip hop is the culture, graffiti, DJs, breakdancing and rapping. Rap sets aside niggas who actually are lyricists. Absolutely. To, See, to that's what I'm talking about. I consider hip hop or, or yeah. I consider speak I consider a lyricist and someone who has a story, who has something to say. I consider that hip hop. Okay, that's a, that's, that's my an important that's an important distinction. So like the beast, the, the, so, the rest, all that is is hip hop to me. So look, tying it all in, back with Joe Biden and academics. Um, they had Joe Biden loves to kind of talk 
shit about Lil Yachty. You know how they say it's, rap is it's, the mind. Look, look, look. Hip hop is Joe the soul. Hold up. Joe Budden loves to talk. I want to I wanna move on into the, the combo. We we got hip hop and rap and all of that shit. Like, I feel like that's those are very important distinctions, but we'll get into that. Joe Budden loves to trash Yachty on his show. He loves to say, man, get that Lil Yachty shit out of here. Because Lil Yachty is kind of the poster boy for whack shit. That's you know true. what I'm saying? He's Absolutely. like in, in our generation's eyes. Yeah. He's the poster boy for whack shit. If you like right. hip hop and rap, Lil Yachty is the poster boy for whack shit. Mm-hmm. Now, when Joe Budden trashes him on the show, like academics tries to defend him, but you know, it's kind of like a, a moot point. Yachty actually came to the show and talked to, he actually showed up and talked to Joe Budden, mm-hmm. sat in the room and allowed himself to be subjected to Joe Button's tirades. <laughs> and it was tirades. Like, the, if you haven't seen the memes on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, right. they're fucking hilarious. Right. And any day somebody can pull out Earl Sweatshirt as Joe Button, I love that. Right. I, that shit is funny as shit, shit to me. Hilarious. That's never not funny. So, like, <laughs> like, all these memes and all this shit has sparked a very interesting conversation because Yachty said something that was interesting. He said... Yo, why you mad at me, dog? I'm 19. I'm happy. I used to live in a dorm room with no money, and I was eating oodles and noodles, and now I got three, four cars, and I got like a $500,000 chain, and I'm like fucking, you know, I'm lit in the music, and I'm having fun. Why are you so mad? Words. Why are you so mad? Words. Fuck out of here, nigga. You're 19. You're about to be in a world of shit if you don't pay attention to what the fuck is happening to you. And Joe Button was trying to tell him that. He was like, look, kid, I hear you. I don't believe that you're happy all the time. He said, I don't believe you're happy. That was something that people took and ran with because they was like, this nigga sound like an old hater, like an old bitter ass nigga. Like, and... I think that people lost his point. It's not that he don't believe that the little nigga is happy. He's sure the little nigga is happy. But at the end of the day, be, more aware. be aware. What are you really happy about? If right. you're, why are you that easy to please right. that we could give you a chain and a few cars and you don't even know what kind of record deal you're signed to, right. but you're happy. Yeah. That's yeah, dumb. That was the part. He didn't even know. He didn't know what a three sixty deal know. was. <laughs> he was like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, yeah. bro. Like yeah. it's like, bro, you're oblivious, oblivious. and that is the thing that I feel like sparked off the big conversation that I want to have right here, which is like the generational desi- divide. And to be honest, I gotta preface it by saying. I'm not an old bitter nigga. No. I really understand. Nobody talked more shit to old niggas than me. You know what I'm saying? When I was young, I talked all the shit. I, you couldn't tell me shit when I was fucking 23, 24, 22, whatever. Like, you just couldn't tell me shit. Like, I was like, nigga, fuck out of here. I'm right. good. I'm lit. I'm you living. Same shit you doing, yeah. Right, and now I'm that nigga who they was talking shit to. And who, pardon me, who I was talking shit to. And I can just say that being on this side of the fence, on being on this side of the table, it takes, it, it makes me realize a couple of different things. And I think that I want to ask y'all a lot more about this because I want to know, do you think that Yachty saying that he's happy mm-hmm. is 
like an honest statement? Do you think that absolutely that's honest? Not. I think that I, I think that absolutely. You think Why he's not? honestly I he's think, happy? I think it was. I feel like absolutely. I feel like I think I feel like oftentimes it's it's important for us to like honestly accept where people are in their lives. Like whether okay, he's he's happy about being whatever the fuck. He's 19, 20 years he old. The, the motherfucker he's motherfucking happy. Okay. He's not the norm. He's it. not us. He's not it. us as 19, 20 years old. Right. But matter of fact, he came up and he's 19, 20 years old. But see, I right. think I think it was a matter of him being naive. Right. And him not realizing what the world has to offer. Him coming from nothing, which right. you would think you would have a little more substance to you. Right. But I can't judge you for not. And, the and we I all do that shit. Not. No, but when you're young, is, when you're not used to getting bitches, when you're not used to getting right. anything, I, think, I, I, I didn't disagree with him completely. I didn't, right. I didn't for, for honestly, when I saw the interview, I didn't disagree with either of them. I, I didn't agree with either of them. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I agree. I, 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 I will tell you, like, I was like, surprised y'all. I agree with him. I agree with him. I agree with The question that I asked about him being happy, to be quite honest with you, I agree with Zalia. I just I think he is happy. But I think that I think that when you live longer and when you learn a little bit more about life, those things don't make you happy no more. Okay. And he's not holistic. He's not holistic. He hasn't gone through enough experiences in right. life. So in you don't know mind, what happy is, nigga. Exactly. In his mind, he's happy right now because you don't know what is happy sweet. is. That's it's sweet happy. right now. That's being content. Wrong, right. We'll then see, it's like, we'll oh, really I was are. so fucked up. I just, exactly. um, I just, I just, I just kind of like can't really agree with you guys because I'm just in the sense of like, who's to say who's happy, who's not. Who's to like? Who's really? Excuse me. Who's to really solidify the fact that happiness is this and happiness is that? Okay. If he's saying that he's happy, in all honesty, I can't really argue with the kid. Okay, let me I can't ask you, argue let me with ask you, you question, what your dude. happiness is. Let me ask you a question. Because no, at the end of the day, it's like it's no, let like. Let me ask you a question. This is a real question. Before for you me. ask me that question, okay. I just want to say, kind of like, what's what's success? Like that's that's okay. like. Now, you, do def- you, you define agree. your own success. So do you think that I can't you- sit here and say Yachty's not happy. Okay. Let Who me ask you this then. Do you think that his success at 19 with the level of understanding of what he's going through and doing is going to carry over to him even being, let's just say, 23? Do you think that he's going to be as successful Right as he is right now in three or four years. Uh, yes. Yeah. I believe. Uh, Why? Based on I believe. What? Oh, no, 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 I believe that he's very much so marketable at this point in time with music, culture, everything. Um, it's about the youth. It's no longer it's about, about the youth. Yeah, it's always about the youth, and it's always been so. So it's yeah. like okay, the pattern of the youth, the culture, whatever the case is. They're loyal. Um. Man. They're loyal to what they like. Yeah, we I mean, just like we were when we was younger. Exactly. I mean, it, right. it, that's just what it is. So, and that's what it's always going to be. But guess what? Be. That shit changes. It like, does. you couldn't you couldn't pay me right now to listen to a fucking Mace song or some shit like that. Yeah. Like, I, I can't pay you. You couldn't. But, I you mean, couldn't, but you paying through Apple Music. You no, might listen check to me what out. I'm saying. No, listen to what I'm saying. The shit I thought was popping you might, in 2000. You might play my shit. Listen, the shit I thought I was the, the shit I thought was popping 
in 2002-2003 I don't fucking listen to right now. <laughs> Nigga, I remember loving Right Verb. I remember yeah. partying my ass off right. to EI. To right. fucking, it's hot in her. Fucking. Or H to the is up. Uh, right. H to the fucking H to the um, yeah. juvenile, huh? Dude, is yeah. that hot today? Excuse me. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm just, sorry. oh, we just spilled some shit. Yeah, so that's how shit. you know it's some real shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's um, real now. But, but actually, I just feel like, I, I, I feel like you guys mm-hmm. are, are just not more so justifying what I need to say, but times are times. Mm-hmm. And it's like. It was, it, yeah, it was H to the Izzo, and now it was Little Yachty, and I'm Little but what? Bro. But my point is, though, that that shit ain't popping no more. It is. No. The there's, H there's to the 30, Izzo shit. It's not. Of course it's that's not. not. So what's going to happen? Of course. What, so what do you think is going to happen to Little Yachty with, especially in this interview, displaying his limited yeah. knowledge of the record business and the business that he's in that's providing him with all these things is going to happen when he's not the wave no more, which is definitely going to happen. Okay, so I'm going to use a a point that we kind of like spoke to prior. And um, we we spoke about the fact that... like you said something about what's what's Joe Budden's um show that Everyday Struggle. Everyday struggle. Okay, so we spoke about that. And we spoke about the fact that you you know, the music industry is no longer about lyrics. Mm-hmm. And it's no longer about content. Mm-hmm. And it's no longer about substance or mm-hmm. it's no longer about such and such. Right. And it's like we've came to a point and we have to accept that. And as you're not accepting that you're not accepting that mm-hmm. it's you're you're not accepting that it but but it's it's also like your subconscious also have to have have to understand the genre and music in 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 whatever the case that we're in right now I it's understand like, the think, times where that's, that's who's leading the way that's who's leading the way that's who's leading the way we can make no. a compact like, of course we, we can, can make we can a comeback. Make a, we can bring it back. And of course we can make a comeback. Mm-hmm. And that's who niggas like Kendrick, niggas like Schoolboy, right. right. niggas right. like whoever. So you know right. like, well, I don't accept shit when I yeah, know I don't niggas that, 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 that got that, the that's, that's real. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, have to understand you have to understand that just niggas like just like whoever. Just like um we were just talking about like Yachty. Or Playboy Cardi. Or Playboy Cardi. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. look at what happened to Chief Keith. It's hot. If you'd have asked Chief Keith, niggas was listening to the Soldier Boy. Niggas was bumping into that to that and fucking what crap. Happened that. to them? That shit that's died. My question. Yeah, that's but it's, right. it's all a pattern and, of and music. And is going to go the same way if you don't pay attention. And that's, that's not the same. And, and that's what I'm right saying. Now, and that you don't think not so? Fire. You don't think he's that? You? you don't think he can be a whole but, nother? But back in the day, I grew up with Soldier Boy. I was in high school when Soldier Boy came out. But you don't think he still died out though? Right. Like it's, everyone, it's everyone's gonna die out, and then we're gonna talk about culture. We're gonna talk about. No, because we have classics. Because so, I feel like Kendrick so, and I feel like Dom are always gonna be classic. Everyone's so listen. So out. do you think that him saying that he's happy and all of that, where where he is right now, is indicative of him being successful in the future? Like, is he gonna be successful in the future? 
I feel like he's one of those individuals that right now he's just living in the moment, yeah. which is that's understandable. Where I'm getting that's at. the point. I mean, that's I mean, the point. I mean, yes, that's Stop the point. Living in the moment, yo. I mean, niggas I mean, keep that, was not, that was not oh, that was not the initial. Me. That was not but the listen, initial. People keep saying live in the moment and fuck tomorrow, and guess what? Tomorrow mm. is coming. It and is. when it comes, when it shows up, I hate up, that people say that. Yes, that's very common. That's what's very common. I understand. Yeah, but tomorrow then, coming. But then at the end of the day, you have to understand this certain pattern, which was just like when you were growing up. Yeah, hip hop was different. I'm it from is. Africa. The fact that in the eighties, yeah, I'm from Ghana. I'm from Ghana. So the fact that in the eighties, in the nineties. No, it's crazy because now we can shout out Wiz, Wiz Kid. Mm-hmm. Now we can shout out them niggas. When it was right. when I was growing up, it was Daddy Lumba. Yeah, it was niggas. Anybody from but Ghana? But you're kind of making my point it. though. Is that all of these things? You fade. understand that it was it. So why be God, happy? What are we why talking be about? Happy? Uh, what I'm saying is, why sit here and say I'm happy and I'm satisfied with my big ass chains and my three four cars? The last thing. He's, a, he's kid. a kid. The, the last That's a thing, the last thing that I want to say is, we spoke about this before. New things always get old. Yes. And for these new niggas, you're making my point. For these new niggas, it's for yeah. these new niggas. It's 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 exciting. That's why I said fun. I agreed with you. You know what I'm saying? It's exhilarating. Whatever the Hold case on. is for them. So look, let's let's. Let's it's gonna get it, old. Let's bring it even. And they're gonna be. Let's bring it a little bit more. So let's bring it a little bit more home. They're gonna be an example. Look, look. Later. Let's bring it home a little bit more. Sure. And let's talk about the fact that the way you feel and the way that you think about what's happening. Oh man, like Facetimes. <laughs> but the way you feel and the way you think about what's happening right now may not be the way you always feel and always think about what's happening right now. So We were talking music. So listen, we're talking music, but that's fine. But I think that the larger conversation that I really, really wanted to touch on is the fact that there's like some real deep division about this topic. Like how you are very passionate about saying that, you know, let the little nigga have fun. Let him live in the moment. Let him let him breathe. It's, and that's what a lot of people are saying. It's not about that. It's not about that. It's to the point where I'm always about main source. So it's like, at my age, I'm a young individual. So it's like, if someone was to kind of like cover some shit like that, I'm going to let it be known. Like you don't what? know who's you don't know who's who. So at the end of the day, so it's like the new generation. Of course, we take after which generation. But listen, no, no. So it's not, like we can talk about a lot of shit. We can talk no, about. Look, let's we're not, we're not, we're not gonna, we gotta we're stay focused. We gotta. Yeah, I'm trying to focus. Look, I'm not trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to focus. Redundant. It's talk about. I'm what not. I did. When, See, when I saw the Joe like interview, younger. when I saw the interview, I was like, let that little nigga live. I, I'm, but at the same I'm, time, it's like keep it, like it's like it's like an old head, like telling like it's like okay. No, you just great. be trying. We like, want to. We want to. We want to talk about different wait, cultures. Wait, wait, wait. We want to talk about. You. Like, I'm gonna let you be great. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you because you're like now coming into this money. You you came from nothing. You coming into this money. Coming to the circumstances. Coming to these resources. We have no choice but to let you be great. But at the same time, be aware. Right. You're surrounded. Be aware. So what we gonna say? The young boy ain't happy. We're not saying we he's not happy. We're saying he's oblivious. He's not aware. Of he's course. unaware. Of course. He's That's unaware. the obvious. 
But no, Let's it's do not obvious. It's not but obvious. That's the whole controversy. Because, wasn't obvious. because everybody is saying that nigga know what he's talking it's, about. It's so he polar. Happy. It's he's so good. polar. It's not obvious. And that's not obvious. It's not obvious. It's, it's, it's a lot of people thinking that Yachty is happy because Yachty got his business in order and Yachty is really thought, about to. It was so polar. People thought Yachty was wrong. People thought Jay yeah, was wrong. Yeah, I don't think either one is wrong. I believe that one I was saying. We no. want to dig deeper, deeper into the look, black listen. community. And we black go black. That's a whole other That's a whole other topic. All I'm talking about <laughs> is the difference between people who are at we a certain age. Listen, people who are at a certain age and think shit is sweet right now so that they're like, I'm happy. I don't have to worry about no other shit. I don't know what kind of record. I don't give a fuck, nigga. I got five cars. You see this chain? You see me? I'm icy, nigga. What are you talking about? I'm good. I don't need to know shit. And and then waking up, and then waking up four years from then and being like, damn, I wish I would have fucking paid attention because I got fucking robbed. I, you know what I'm saying? I, I can have, I can be good. And 19, that is happiness. But us right. be older, us be more conscious, us be, must, us be more aware. I can't talk about it because at the end of the day, it's a journey. journey. Exactly. It's, it's a journey. It's right. a journey. It's a journey. I just think that from, from my perspective, I can't knock him. I can't, whatever the case is, whatever, he, he gonna bump his head and do whatever the fuck he gotta do. Yeah, but it's like, it's happen. up to us as a community. And that's what, it's, the, the, that's what it all falls down it's to. It's up to us as a community it's, to do what? Is that us as a community, to awaken we need children. to help to awaken our children, Absolutely. to help the youth. And I mean, we are trying to help him, but every time you try to help no, him, nigga, he no, tells no, you no. We can't. We he can't. You, he say you old. You washed up. You can't. We can't focus on those who's who's worked up. But that's why I love Black Broadway. I, I, I like that balance. That's no. what Black Broadway is about, and that's what I appreciate. That's what I like. And listen, you cannot because tell. It's not about the youngest who's on Little Yachty shit. Who is like, yo? Look, listen. I think the point is though, Z, that you can't tell motherfuckers like how to feel. I get that. I don't want to tell little Yachty how to feel, but I do want to tell him to be aware. And you know what? When you tell somebody to be aware or you tell somebody to look out or watch out, what the first thing they say? You a hater. hater. You a sucker. You no, wash. You mad because I'm popping and you exactly. not. Shut the fuck up, little nigga, and listen. Right. You know what I'm saying? But Motherfuckers ain't gonna listen, so right. therefore they're gonna keep on getting fucked, right. and that's what's gonna happen. Now but Joe also, Budden is sitting here trying to teach the boy something. You said we, we thing, need to uplift the youth. The thing is, when the you try is, to do that, what happens when they call you washed? So I'm gonna speak. I'm gonna speak as a millennial, mm-hmm. one of the only millennials in the building right now. It's not what you say is how you say it. True. I get that a lot. Yeah, these are millennials. These are millennials. I'm millennial myself. That's why I appreciate this conversation too. Right. We get excellent. Don't be so cynical and it's defensive about it. You're it's, defensive. It's always love. But the reason I love the conversation because even though we both from a little, we come from two different perspectives, exactly. two different mindsets, two different yeah. cultures. Exactly. I didn't realize that that's slightly lit. Exactly. You're not even American. I'm not from America. I'm American, but but you're not. I wasn't raised. That's what I'm saying. So right. So listen. All I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is this, yo. Like there's a real, there is a real generational divide, and there, there always, and there always has been. There and I is. think that one of the most important ways to bridge it, and this is what one of my like talking points. I think I can bring it. We are gonna bring it in on this. Like, 
I'm from one of those last generations. Like I was born in the eighties, raised in the nineties. Right. I'm from one of the last generations where we was like taught to respect our elders. Absolutely. Like people beat that shit in our head. Like, right. yo, respect your elders, respect your elders. But I'm also from the first generation that turn their back on that advice because a lot of the elders wasn't respectable. That's it was a lot. Niggas was whole on crack. Niggas was whole like washed up dope dealers and fucking deadbeat dads. I mean, we come from the whole generation of that. So yeah. like we learned in our generation to be like, man, fuck these old niggas, man. We got to take shit on our own and, and we got to do shit right. right. And that's not just right. for black people. That, right. Like that's our struggle as people of color. But then white people who come from like families who had all these racist views right. and who wanted to be isolationists and keep the money to themselves. The, the people that came after that generation, they was like, man, fuck y'all. Y'all greedy. Y'all selfish. We want to get away from anymore? that. And I feel, I don't feel like that's how most of them are. But I feel like some of them think some that them, way. I feel like so, some, yeah. I some feel of like them think that yeah, way. Absolutely. But I feel like at the end of the day, like that generational divide that our generation created and experienced yeah. with the elders, those people who was born in like the 60s, 50s, raised in the 70s, you know what I'm saying, and 80s, um, we, yeah. that generational yeah. divide, yeah. and that divide we experienced between them brought about all this disrespect. The, popcorn yeah, we it brought about all this disrespect. So now the kids who's like in their twenties, you're right. It's not. I don't, I don't want to say. To me personally, because I grew up in that generation, it's it, 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 it is disrespectful. Right. But it's a matter of being aware and having what's the word I'm looking for? Um, empathy. Not empathy, but um. Uh, uh, shit, too much silence. <laughs> you lost. <laughs> Buzzer, but like, real. All I'm saying is that, like, we we started this shit and we gotta end it because we don't want the kids to grow up thinking that we don't value their opinion or think what they doing is cool or none of that. Because I went through that. I remember when people was like, "Rap is bullshit. It ain't even gonna last. Like that shit is a fad. Like it's gonna go away." You know what I'm saying? So I don't feel that way about these kids' music. I don't feel like trap music is a fad or it's bullshit. I just feel like. It's not representative of this culture that it is literally eating off it of. Awesome. It is thriving off of the backs mm -hmm. of Pac and Biggie and Run DMC well, that, and all that, them that, niggas. That, but that's what we were doing too, though. In a way, you're right. We were, we were thriving we off the backs of Joe, right, James Brown and Otis no, Redding. We embodied it. Yeah, it you know what I'm saying? Because y'all were still sampling shit too, though. We were sampling, no. Yeah. I'm from the sampling generation. Yeah, we sampling shit. I remember yeah, when them old niggas started suing us. No, yeah, I remember, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, it's you're yeah. right, it's history repeated. So, yeah, now it's just history repeated. Yeah. And I think but that I like the we gotta the stop the cycle. The values though. of the generations never know because I feel like you have to have that, you have to have that, 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 that standpoint of that, that where you stand your ground. Yeah. You stand your values yeah. and your morals. After my generation was the 2000. Was it 1994? Yeah. yeah. All these things are fucked niggas. Yeah. I can speak for that. I can say that and say that and, like, and say that and say that and say that and say my ground because like, they are. I just want y'all to prepare yourselves. And they know the same thing about us though. Right. I just, right. Because we still had that blend of right. that generation before. Right. Right. They don't have and that. See, we They're have, lost. And that's why I'm saying we don't want to lose know that. They don't know their history. And, they don't know nothing. Right. And with this Joe Budden conversation, I feel like because it's so polarizing, we lose that. People pick a side. Like, don't but pick a side, find, meet us in the middle. 
Right. Meet us in the middle. Learn about the old shit, but fuck with the new shit. I know I'm me. Really I'm in the clubs and in the streets like, all the time. So my thing is, you know like, what I'm I, have, I have this. I have this theory when it comes to have, people having opinions. Uh -huh. You cannot have a full. You cannot have an opinion unless you know the background behind it. Facts. Because opinions that's how I always are just. Feel. So unless, like, even in conversation, I may be beefing with somebody, mm -hmm. and that may be your friend, but you mm -hmm. don't know that one side of the story. Right. Do not come to me about how you feel about it until True. you hear both sides of it. So you feel that like it's irrelevant. They can't. So you feel like. A lot of these kids just—they just don't have the information, and, and that's it. And, and you can't even have an educated opinion of a situation. And it's, and it's up to us. I feel like it's up to the the older people, the older generation, people older than me, even to like pass that generation, pass that information down, but in a way that people can get it, that the kids can without understand sound it without sounding preachy, that's without cool. sounding without overbearing. Without so that's the goal. What to do? Right. But you need to hear it. Though that's the whole entire goal of the whole shit is that we want it. I just know. I just <laughs> put the bottle down on the table again. This conversation gonna finish. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I, that's why I like my show because yo, this shit is off the wing. This is on the fly. Listen, y'all, we need your feedback. Please. Please give us feedback. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you think of the show. Tell us what we need to talk about. Tell us what we don't need to talk about ever again. Tell us what we need to do. Tell us who we need to have on this joint. Right. We need all of that, yo, because we're trying to get better. Yeah. That's the yeah. whole goal here. We're trying to get better. we building something. Black Broadway, yo. We represent for D.C. Not only D.C., but the streets of D.C. Right. The streets of everywhere. The people everywhere. that's really plugged into the culture, the nightlife, the arts, the scene. People that really make things happen in D.C. and everywhere else, yo. We need to hear from y'all. We need y'all feedback. We need to feature y'all. We need that, yo. We trying to get this generational divide closed. So if you young and you think I'm an old wash nigga... Tweet me. <laughs> Instagram me and tell me. You know, it's at me, nigga. You know what I'm saying? If you old and washed and you think, yo, you right, man. Tell them young niggas get off my lawn right. and turn that Playboy Cardi off. Hit me. Tell me what's up. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you a lady and you agree with anything that the lovely ladies that I've had in this house tonight said, Danielle, Sanaa, Laura, Z, Anybody, any, anybody out there, reach out and tell us what's good, y'all, because we need y'all, man. It's Black Broadway Podcast. I want to thank all of y'all for coming through tonight Always. and giving us love. It's been it's been one of those rocky joints. It was mad turbulence on this episode, y'all. Yes. For real. Behind the scenes. We need a little behind the scenes documentary on this shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was good, though. It was yeah, good because it, it all worked it out in the bad. end That's and we got it done. Yeah. High fives all around the goddamn hey. room. It's late as shit. I don't know. We're going to try to go somewhere and have another Ta drink. And we're going to get it popping, y'all. Stay there, man. Stay woke. All day. Remember, if you're not at the table, you're on the plate. It's Black Broadway Podcast. Holla. <laughs>